Why, hello everyone. I'm Ashley. Hey, what's good, y'all? I'm Elston. And welcome to our podcast, Speaking, Speaking Our, our language. language. That was good. That was, that was, <laughs> that was nice. That was nice. But yo, Ash, tell them about the podcast. Okay, so we created this generational podcast to focus on uplifting black culture, building community, and honestly, creating a space for young people in their 20s to figure out life together. So with that said, let's just hop into the episode. Okay, let's do it. All right, y'all. So, you know, we always start off with some check-ins. Ash, how you been? How's your week, your day, all that? All right. Well, my week has been long. <laughs> with a capital L and a capital O and a capital N and a capital G. Capital okay? dramatic. <laughs> no, but it has been long. It's surprising that you think that when it's a four-day week, because it was a three-day weekend, that it would be way faster but it's like no 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 you have way more stuff that needs to get done in a shorter amount of time so definitely a lot that had to get done we also had a special guest so that required you know some extra graphics and extra love on social so if you haven't gone and seen it go check that out but overall yeah just feeling very overwhelmed i'm really self-critical of myself and i feel like yesterday was like one of those days where i was just like nitpicking the hell out of myself and it was like whoo Whew, good thing I had therapy because that was helpful. But <laughs> that was good. <laughs> I mean, you seem calm. Oh, but say so you said overwhelmed and very calm. Like I'm super overwhelmed because I don't know what it is that once it's time for me to record for this podcast, everything just seems calm. Like my energy completely shifts when it comes to like recording. So y'all get the that. best side of me. <laughs> how beautiful! How beautiful! How about you, Elson? All right. So honestly, I'm I'm gonna say this in like three like quick little things first thing i'm trying to be like more vulnerable with my friendships that that was something that i learned this week in terms of like sometimes we share our wins but we don't really share our losses or like those things that are in progress because for mm-hmm. me personally i feel like i know i don't like rejection and i'm trying to shed my ways as a perfectionist i've been really challenging myself especially with my close friends like i don't like not social media or like twitter or nothing like that i put it out there but with your close friends like yo this is like what i'm working on or this is like what i'm currently aspiring i feel like not sharing that makes it easier for me to like process that rejection by myself. But I feel like if they're truly my friends, they won't care either way. So that's like one thing I learned. Second thing I learned, I think we should do actually a whole series on episode, not really sure. But I think, so one of my friends called me, my best friend actually, Jada, shout out. But we talked about this idea where I'm like, we talked a lot about investing in yourself. But when you invest, like stay stick with me, when you invest, there's risks involved. Mm-hmm. but we don't really talk about betting on yourself like everyone wants to talk about mm-hmm. investing in yourself but it's like okay after you do all the work you've done and all the rest of it don't let your insecurity stop you from seizing the opportunity like go ahead and bet on yourself like once you put the time and the work mm-hmm. in believe you could do it so like that next opportunity that next thing whatever scares you go ahead and do it like if you invested the time and you put the work in go ahead and bet on you because if you don't nobody else will look i'm open to that being a topic of discussion and the third one i don't remember so let's just move on like actually the third one i know what the third was the third one was i'm listening to the podcast with joy love her she was great amazing so smart yes. so great so funny down to earth but she was trying to come for me low-key she was like I, she? I know that's you Elsie. i love your energy like that's not me that, i don't even move like that that's not my body so i was like okay that's not how i flirt that's not how i flirt okay so tell the people how you flirt <laughs> <laughs> not like that but it's like that's that's too I don't want to say abrasive. That's too forward for me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I had to come, mm-hmm. like, more on some, like, calm, like, all right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just... All right, picture this, right? Go to the corner <laughs> store. It's a girl. She had a nice little fly little thing. So, I was people her, whatever the case is. 
I seen her, and it might not be much, but it's like to a stranger, like, yo, I like your style. You know what I'm saying? You hit a different tone, it's like, yo, mm-hmm. my friend would be like, yo, I, I love your energy. If it's like, if it's a, you know what I'm saying? Like, I like your style. Like, I, I see how your you. Phone gets, you know your, what I'm your saying? Voice it's a little deeper. It's, it's, it's a little it's, sensual. It's, it's, no, that's what it is. It's a, it's a <laughs> sensual part of it. It's like, you know what I'm saying? You're not going to be sensual <laughs> your friends, but like for somebody else, yeah. it's like, you know, you take it slow. Take mm-hmm. it, yeah. But wait, no, wait, hold on. You're not on the hook because wait, wait, I heard wait, you be sliding wait. into men's DMs on, wait, wait, on dating apps. Wait. So give us your favorite one-liner is it just, is it just or how. Apps? Oh, oh you tell me. <laughs> I don't know. I'm I don't just know. Wait, kidding. What's your favorite? I am just... Please don't tell me you be sliding people DMs. Well, hello there. Because that's really, that's really not, that's not it. That's not it. No, sir. Okay, so tell people what you do. <laughs> you see how aggressive he oh, is? Crying. He just want to flip the topic from him so quickly. The people want to know. Do they or Hmm. No, I've, I've got any requests. People want to know. <laughs> oh my gosh. I honestly think that my way of flirting or sliding into DMs is like finding something interesting to say. Like if you have something interesting about you that I connect with and vibe with, like I'm going to bring that up as a segue to start a conversation with someone. If you're boring and bland and do the same shit every single day, sorry, you will not get a message from me. But also, it is very rare for me to slide. Now this. Now this. Now this. But if I you do you receive though. something, have something interesting, like, going on. No, I feel like find something. Both, like, unstated people. You know what I'm saying? I was like, it's, it's like a drive-by versus a pull-up. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's too much. And it's like, it's a lot right there. You did a lot. You know what I'm saying? You can't do too much. I feel like, Doing too much is like, because you don't ever want to know me like, yo, you was really on me. It's like, I was never on you like that. Hold yeah, up, hold and, up. And it's, it's like, and it's like a gradual thing. You're trying to have a thing. convo. It's, it's like, literally just a convo. It, but sometimes even leading up to that, like if it is on socials and it's like, oh, I peeped oh, yeah, that yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah. you know, like I'm a, co- like not comment, but I might be like, oh, clapping emojis if you something good happened for you. Like, or clapping like, emojis. You, look, I keep, it, I keep it, you never know where people stand. That's like, what I'm saying, yeah, You never yes. know where if someone's in a okay, relationship. See, you want to be respectful. Oh, wow. okay. No, 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 because you never know where people stand. No, you don't, you really don't. Like, let me just gradually no, start making a, I, I agree. an appearance. I, I agree. And then hopefully, some, like, we catch the drift. You know, I agree. No, I agree. It's reciprocated. I think, yeah, I feel like, especially now, it'd be like, guys definitely also be like, nobody you wants don't. to come on too strong. Everybody, everybody just trying to <laughs> consent. Like, you, you, know? let, you let me know. Like, is it in your bio? No. Not really, I got to ask. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to, you can't, you could can just never be too sure. Exactly. So I like to find, finding something interesting to like, start a conversation about or if i have a question like that way keeps it safe until i figure out like are we in the same boat type thing i don't like to just because i i personally get turned off when people are like you're so beautiful if that's why you start a conversation like hey beautiful how like that shit like no please don't like find no something way. that i'm interested in or talking about and like let's start from there like that's not i think okay. works for me okay well Fellas, y'all heard how oh um, to hop into the DMs, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but nah, um, actually, as two single people, we don't really have much to really speak yeah. about on terms of relationships, which is the topic for this episode. So what we thought we would do was we would reach out to some of our favorite couples, couples that we really admire, mm-hmm. that we really like, yo, we want to ask you some questions and kind of get your insight on what it's like to be in a relationship. So we're going to stop talking. Yeah. And we're going to allow the couples <laughs> to actually do some of the talking. Yeah. So we came up with a few questions that we wanted to ask just to expand our knowledge of how relationships are moving and looking like and thriving these days. And for you guys to have a little insight into the things that you may be interested in learning about. So the first question we asked was, how important is it to understand how your partner needs to be loved? 
And here are a few responses. Hi, this is Kat. I think it's paramount to understand, not just to know, but to understand and embrace all the ways in which you can learn how to love your partner. Just Not just love them, but learn how to do it in a way that benefits both of you. Because once you first love yourself and embrace the love in yourself, then that love just kind of spews out to your partner. And it's so much fun and easy. What's up, everybody? My name is Jean. (laughs) I'm Sabrina. It's extremely, extremely important to understand how your partner needs to be loved. It's funny because the way that your partner shows love is not necessarily how they want to be loved. And we learn that early. Yeah. And to make it tangible, I would be doing certain things to be like, oh, I think she would like this or whatever. You know, let me surprise her, try to spice it up. And then, you know, come to find out her love language is quality time. So it may not have been buying something or telling her something. It's just us sitting, watching a movie together without our phones and making the time intentional for each other. Whereas his love language was more... He was like tied because his was acts of service, but also physical touch. So like I would want to spend time spend time or something and it's like no like making sure like i touch him a lot like just whenever and that would help you see like oh my gosh she loves me she's touching me well for me uh it's extremely important because people tend to give love by how they would like to be loved Uh, for example my love language is words of affirmation and i know yours is quality time you may not feel as love if i focus on giving you what i like which is words of affirmation I completely agree. I think it's really easy to get caught up in the um, day-to-day actions and the role that we play in our lives that we forget to kind of go out of our way at times to make the other person feel special, especially when those things might be something that is like outside of your comfort zone. But you know that your partner would really feel loved by those actions. I think that's really important. Hi there, my name is Ala. And I'm Dawn. I feel like it's really important to learn what is the most like conducive way that your partner receives love. Um, I feel like there's so many different ways that we've grown up and how you received love when you were younger might not be the way you want to receive love when you're older. So I feel like really just learning your partner and learning that even if it doesn't, you know, that's not your primary way of receiving love, whatever works for them is like what you should focus on in terms of catering to them when they really need it most. Mine answer is almost the same. It's just like people have different ideas of love and they have different ways that they receive or give love. In a relationship, you have to mesh yours with someone else's to keep a balance um, for a healthy and long relationship. I think I really relate to um, Sabrina in a way, actually, uh, when Jim was explaining that at first he was trying to get her gifts, but then realized that her love language was quality time. I think that was really important because I'm not a gifts person. Like I, I enjoy quality time. I have some people, you know, in my life love them, but I think that they love to give me gifts. And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm I promise you, I'm not trying to be disrespectful. That's just not me. And that's fair. For whatever reason. But also, I think that infiltrates also into like, how I give gifts because I also am not a big gift person mm. which I think I'm trying to work on because I know there's people in my, my life who like gifts 
So I'm going to try to do a better job of like actually buying them gifts because I actually, you know, care about them. But it's difficult for me. I don't want you to appreciate it just because I got it for you. I want you to genuinely like the gift. So I'm a person who's like, here, just take, not not just take the money, but like, Mm, so I'll just give you money so you can just get that gift for you. Somebody's like, that's, that's not, mm, but that shows that that. you may not be, but I I know myself be giving like them the love that they need. The way that they need it. So like how you explain, you, I'm, I'm, I, need, I, need, I, need, I need to understand, like I'm trying to. So like to. how you said that you don't like gifts, but you want quality time. So a person who's like, ooh, I might be awkward, you know, um, and I don't know how to just like be like, oh, let's go do something. And that's something that you may want to do. Ah. They're going out of their way to, you know, get out of their uncomfort zone. Okay. To make sure your need and love is being met. So I'm saying for you, just throwing money at someone who actually likes thoughtful gifts, that might be uncomfortable for you, but that may be what makes them feel the same way that you feel when nah, someone's been done. That tired. makes sense. I, I'm, I'm trying to be more... <laughs> I'm trying to be more thoughtful when I, I get gifts. I just think that goes back to like the perfectionist. If I don't know exactly what you want, I I just don't want to get it for you. Cause I'm like my anxiety, mm. my overthinking is too much. I'd be like, I don't know if I'm like this. I don't know if I'm like this. I'll, I'll constantly keep doing that. And she's like, you know what? Just forget it. I, I don't even want to go down this road. I'd rather just give you the money so you can get exactly what you want. Cause mm. I'd rather see you happy. And I'm like, cause that's how I, I guess I like, that's how I would like be it. Happy if you just got them something, if you knew that they like three different things and you need to pick one. Do you think they'd be more happy with something that they know that you tried to do or just money being? Yeah. What do you think? I, 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 I genuinely <laughs> Sorry, don't know. I'm challenging I you. genuinely don't know. I think that's because I answer it how I, I can't, I guess like, okay, let me take myself out of myself. Like, okay, I'm not me. I'm them. I think that they would like that I got them something particularly. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, do they drop hints? Do they be saying stuff for gifts? I don't know. But if they don't, don't then do know. you ask questions? No, so my, that's what I'm saying. My question would be like, so what do you want? Like, I would literally ask you like, and I think that's fine. Maybe, maybe I, yeah. I think I like surprises too much where it's like, I want to get something, but I don't want to let you know I'm getting it for you. I want to be a surprise for you. Like, I want to so get something then, that, but then it's like, you know. But maybe that's an opportunity for you to just, you are yeah, very be, observant. So like, just, just either be upfront about it and be like, hey, give me a list of things that you may okay, want. That works. Or give me some stores that you like, you know. And then I can go and do that. So like maybe finding ways to still be able. I know he's rolling his eyes right now, y'all. But I had to catch him on it because he was just about to say like giving someone the love that they need. But like here we are. Like there's I area. It's harder than it seems. Like, I don't want anyone to have to like. I already know I'm super particular. So it's like you don't even got to do that for me because I don't even want you to. But that's about me. You. That's not, not about them. me. It's not about me. <laughs> okay. Well, about you now. How do you feel I know. About like it? for me, I. I have people in my life too that I'm so grateful for, but their love language is gifts. And I think it's a beautiful thing. And I know there was times in the past where like, I wasn't over the moon excited about like a new gift or so pressed about it. But that's because like, for me, I just like quality time. Same. I like just being in presence with people. You know, I like doing- You are the present. Oh, (laughs) so kind. so so kind wow no but that was a good connection i saw how you did that there um (laughs) but it just was like i don't need that like i don't need other things besides just company or spending time or creating memories with people so i think that's something that i realized as was a hard like barrier that we had that we couldn't get past in certain dynamics but now i'm learning how to communicate that you know and that also goes to okay ashley like if you know that they love gifts go out of your way to reach out and send them something or go out of your way to 
show them the love that they need and I think that was where I was struggling that's why I was challenging Elson's because like I was struggling I was like well I like quality time you like gifts um either you hang out with me or I guess we just won't it's just gonna be there's gonna be tension and it's like no Ashley I have to meet you where you're at as well and that's what I'm taking from this and we are doing this in such family dynamics but it applies to relationships as Not well <laughs> like literally just like what I will say though is I do have like a mental list of everyone who's got me a gift and i do plan on returning that how far does that list go back <laughs> not like not too crazily i feel like I've, i feel like i've gotten gifts but i'm like i i recognize that you got me a gift and i do want to get something for you i'm just like my anxiety will not allow me to like be wrong and getting you a gift that you don't like because that will make me feel i guess i have to just be a little bit more vulnerable and be like all right mm-hmm. i really tried Mm-hmm. you might not like it i'm sorry here's a gift receipt and call here's like an offering of you know have a gift receipt crying literally oh, yeah, in yeah, my yeah, household yeah, for sure for sure, for sure for christmas my dad we all get gift receipts because we'll get an idea and like so my dad when i tell you he's the king of surprises each christmas he either is gonna hit the nail on the head and he's gonna have all of us looking fly you know, or it's going to be like, woo, where did we get this scarf from, sir? Crying. Like, where, what are we doing here? And I then he'll have that, a gift receipt and then we'll just go back and find something. So, okay, yeah, um, that, that works. I, I, I'm, I'm going to try that this year, <laughs> this year. But yes, overall points were really, really valid about just, you know, being considerate and understanding how they need to be loved and learning how to either find a way to blend your guys's love languages like if yours is quality time and there's this physical touch those kind of can work hand in hand you know words of affirmations and act of service could work hand in hand in different ways so like figuring out how they can blend if they can't learning how to you know sacrifice what you know to make sure that other person feels loved the way they need to so yeah those were that was a good piece of advice on to the next question elson i bet so question two was how have you gone about the personal work to become a better partner So the thing that I discovered about myself that really took our relationship to a whole different level was the fact that all this time that I have been thinking that I've been handling my life, it was really not true in that I actually did need to find myself a therapist. And that was something that I kind of fought against for a long time. And not until last year, the end of last year, did I realize fully that that was something that I needed for myself first, and that there is, there's you know a lot of work that I'm doing as an individual, and then that work kind of ties into the work that my partner and I are doing and that we are committed to in terms of our own individual growth and collective growth. I realized that the most important thing that I can do is actually fall in love with myself and by extension, be a deeper, more loving partner. I would say for me, you have to really look at the situations and the problems that you all keep having and then humbly admit your own character flaws in order to get past the problem. For me, I had to put these character flaws at the forefront of my mind and made sure that I chose a different path when the situation would arise again. Mine was a little difficult, I think, at first because my personality is like whenever there's a problem that comes up, I wanted to find the solution right away. I think when you're doing that, you're not 
actively like listening taking it in and trying to like you know really hear what that person needs the first thing I was just like I don't want it to be a problem anymore but when it comes to like problems in your relationship a lot of times what comes up is like stuff that you've been doing for a long time characteristics that are a part of you for so long that it takes longer than just like a few seconds or a few days or a week or so just to change something as far as like how I went about it like it really has changed how I approach problems when it comes to our relationship. I think I really am always um, in a state of trying to improve myself as a wife specifically. And I think I'm led through that by God and having him to reveal to me the things that are not helpful or not healthy for my marriage. Things I've learned so far is like learning to be less critical um, and focusing on more positives than negatives within my partner and learning to assume the best and not always thinking the worst of my partner's intentions. Those things so far has, has helped me and I feel like I'm constantly in a state of improvement. Well, for me, uh, definitely just trying to make sure that I put my pride aside and try to listen to you first and then talk. Just trying to remember that I don't have to win all the arguments and it's better just to create peace. I feel like I started talking to myself more, meaning like journaling to myself or even literally talking to myself. But I feel like if you can have a good conversation with yourself, you can have a good conversation with your partner. I feel like we both journal a lot and that's been really helpful. And yeah, I just agree communicating and like Having that time to like decipher what feelings you're feeling with yourself before you go to your partner and have whatever communication, because sometimes it's hard to articulate your feelings. That's something I've been working on as well. And like taking space before I respond, overall responding before reacting. That's something I've definitely been working on a lot of. Wasn't that a lot of just good insights into how to become a better partner? I definitely resonated with journaling and therapy. I think that's a hard thing about me is also that's another thing I connected to. Sabrina said like being solution based and I'm a solution based person. So when it comes to conflicts or differing opinions um, within a relationship or friendship, I have a solution based mindset which then leads to me wanting to approach problems through a solution-based thing and not taking enough time to process how I need to process. When Allah said journaling and taking time to like really figure out how you feel about something to really process it for yourself. I was like, Ooh, that's important. And then, you know, Kat came in with therapy and it was like, Whoo, I'm so happy I'm in therapy right now because there's so much you just learn about yourself. And those really stuck out to me. What about you, Elson? I really like the idea of journaling to orient your emotions, like just to understand like what exactly are you feeling? Why are you feeling it? And then how is that being manifested through your responses and actions. I really enjoyed what Allah was saying. She's trying to respond more than react these days. And mm-hmm. I, I really think that that's something that I'm trying to do now more so too. Like, all right, before I make it an issue, let's really just communicate because it could really be a misunderstanding. So I really try to be like, when I see things going the wrong direction, I really don't like problems. So I just be like, okay, something like what's good. Cause I, I just need to know like what's going on here. Cause it just, it seems like we're not on the same page and we're a little off. 
So I feel like I've, I'm more opening to instead of like solution based. I want to find a solution, but I'm open to like kind of listening. I don't want to just get there first. So like, I guess I feel like, <laughs> and it could be annoying, but I'm very interested in the way people think. So I just want to know why you like. So why did you do the thing that you did? Because I feel like my mind like an algorithm. So now it's like, okay, well if you think that, then this is probably how you're gonna act in other situations. And not like I'm putting that on you, but I just want to understand like why you did that. So maybe it'll help me understand like things in the future or just like know where you're coming from. So I feel like that was a good piece of advice. I think, you know, therapy, I'm still trying to find my therapist, but we're holding in there. We're getting closer though. We're getting closer. We're getting a lot closer. Shout out to my fellowship, TKH, for the, you know, all the help and assistance. The less critical part was really mm. important. I, I've heard that I've, I can be a hard critic sometimes. Mm, so can I it's okay <laughs> <laughs> and I realized actually I was thinking about that I was talking to a friend the other day I was like that's one thing I'm gonna have to change like having kids I feel like I don't want my kids to feel like I critique them a lot mm. like I don't want them to ever feel like they can't be good enough or they can't do things like to my liking because I know I have like a very particular you know perfectionist type of way but I think I'm trying to also unlearn that for like you know relationships that we have now that we're creating but also for future relationships like you also want to be able to be the best parent you know caregiver as you can be i think that's really important to understand that things can be to your liking but you want to make sure that you're providing space for that person to completely be themselves and for them to know that their effort is good enough no i definitely wanted to bring that up uh, or touch on that as well is because i'm a overly critical person of myself it just makes it when you're a perfectionist like elson was saying it's so easy to try to always find you know how things can be better how things could do things and it's like it's okay like my way doesn't always have to be the right way which is a hard lesson that or it's just like a challenging lesson that i'm like learning she's trying she's getting better i'm really trying and that's another thing is like understanding how people process frustration and anger you know and like as i'm saying the whole journaling or like the conversation of just taking a moment before wanting to like try and fix things like elson said he's the type of person where he's like i want to know why you thought about it and my head is and my head would be like well we need to get this done so like so it's like (laughs) we can talk about it after but we still have to get this done so like it's about like understanding and uh, like everybody just in general friends relationships learning how to you know be accommodating to a certain extent and knowing how to claim space for how you need to process something so yes good gems good gems okay i love this all right so the last question we asked was what's one misconception people have about maintaining a healthy relationship too often we think that being in a relationship means finding someone to complete you really to have longevity in a relationship is to have your own interests your own friends your own sense of what's possible and then to be able to share it it keeps things alive then if if you're always depending on the other person to quote unquote make you happy you find another level of being in love once you allow yourself to fall back in love with yourself first and then that level of love is seen felt and heard by your partner. And so then the both of you experience a magical kind of level of love that you didn't know existed. Are we kindling? Yes. I would say that one misconception is that you both always have to be together on the same page all the time. Yeah. 
I think it's important to highlight that we're still people. And at some point, we're going to disagree or we're going to not want to always do things together. Just because without the, yeah, without anything being wrong, I feel like that keeps things healthy and that keeps avoids a lot of issues. I feel like it's a proactive measure to understand. People think that you have to, especially when people first start relationships, people think that you have to hide it or keep it super private. Like they don't want to post pictures and like they don't want to talk about it in order for their relationship to be healthy. I I think that's a huge misconception just because I feel like if it's real, if you guys have both decided like this is what you want to do, you want to be with someone, love out loud. Like, why not? Like, it's okay Mm -hmm. to show people that you're in a relationship and it can still be healthy as long as one, you guys decided that that person is for me. I'm not trying to play games. This isn't that. But I really don't think that you have to hide it in order for it to be healthy. Certain things, obviously, you want to keep private just for y'all too. But overall, hiding the relationship, I think that's a misconception. I'll just say quickly, we've definitely, you know, queer relationship. We've moved kind of quickly. <laughs> we've had a lot of people have their opinions and say, hey, don't y'all think you're doing this too fast? Or, you know, don't you think you're spending too much time together? And like, at the end of the day, there's no one standard for what a healthy relationship looks like. And if things feel good to us and feel steady and balanced, that's what a healthy relationship means to us. I think that the monogamous issue is what people like a lot of people say that monogamy is unhealthy or can be unhealthy Mm -hmm. and I feel like as a person who was once non-monogamous I learned that it's about the relationship Um, and if I feel like I can be in this healthy monogamous relationship because that's you know that's not what's in but you know I'm gonna be in my healthy monogamous relationship so now I'm gonna hold you that's one thing I always 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 be saying don't lose yourself in your relationship. Like you still have to remember that mm-hmm. you're still a person who has like needs and wants and interests and likes and all that kind of stuff outside of the person that you're in a relationship with. I think that's really important too. I think even beyond that, also other relationships, like you, of course you're important to your romantic relationship, but you also want to make sure that that's not stopping you from pouring back into your family or into your friends, mm-hmm. you know, just like other, like some people can get so consumed in their relationships and like that's, I think really tough. So I think that adds to it I know for me, it's like, I don't want to, you know what I'm saying, talk to you all day. Then it's like, when I spend time with you, it's like, I mean, it could be we like, it's like yeah, it could be nothing to talk about. <laughs> that could be a good thing, but it also could be like, can you do something else? Like, go do you. No, I totally agree. I think independence is so important. It's not just the person completing you. You're Max. still two individual people. So your past, your passions, like those don't need to always blend together within your relationship they can stand independently and be just as strong and that gives you reasons to continue to educate and like learn from one another by as you continue to grow in your space i I agree i agree i also like the idea of what a healthy relationship looks like Mm -hmm. and how they said a healthy Mm -hmm. relationship looks different for different people and it's about really like what feels good for you to kind of know sometimes i feel like i'm not biased i'm not judging (laughs) but like I'll be seeing relationship advice on Twitter and I'm like, do y'all really be like, you got to know you know what I'm saying? You got to know what works for you and like yeah. then what challenges you and then what's just like, that's no, that doesn't work for me. I feel like you just can't be looking at everybody else and saying like, you know, all of this is for 
even this episode is for you to let some things challenge you, let some things, you know, make you think differently. Some things like, I know I really agree with that, but then also critique like, hmm, that's nice, that, that's nice that it works for them, but that wouldn't work for me. I think that's really important about any relationship, figuring out what actually works for the two of y'all. Yeah, and I think it it's like there's no one size fits all for right. a relationship. And I think that is something that was like a nice reminder for me to hear is because, you know, you see everyone getting to relationships. You see everyone like doing X, Y, and Z and you think that it's thriving, but it's like the grass could be greener on the other side. And it's about you knowing yourself, knowing what it is that you need and knowing what your partner needs and, you know, just honing in on that and figuring out what makes you guys happy and where you guys are thriving the best that you can be. And that can be, all I said, it could be a pace thing. It can be, you know, a geographical thing. It could be. Uh, no, yeah, because some, some, some people can't do like long distance relationships, but some people like I, can, they love. You know, like it. They've been five, six years <laughs> in different places. You know, that works very well for them. Like it's just like whatever works for y'all dynamic. I think that's why yeah. we care about more. Like, what's the dynamic? Mm-hmm. I think that goes back to an idea. I think I, I talked about this idea. I really have this like concept. I really love like aesthetic versus texture. Like on Instagram and stuff, we always see what the aesthetic looks like. But it's mm-hmm. like, what's actually the... So, as, you know, that's like what your relationship looks like on the mm-hmm. gram and stuff. But like, what does your relationship feel like? And that's yeah. the texture. Like, what is the texture of that relationship? I think that's more important. Like, also, like, like so what Sabrina said, like, just because you pose doesn't mean that things aren't bad. And just because you don't post doesn't mean that things are, you know, are good. Like, yeah. you really can't read into Look, that But I don't know if I'm going to be posting nobody until... <laughs> <laughs> until... Until what? Look, I don't... We need to be on the same page for a minute, okay? We need to be thriving together, <laughs> you know? If we end up going on a vacation, then maybe you might get a hand. I'm or crying. A <laughs> <laughs> maybe a kiss on the cheek photo. Who knows? But I'm crying. I'm just kidding. But no, no, no. I'm so serious. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that, that is a lot. A post is a lot. Like, for our generation, a post is a lot. If you post, that's like, that's official. Yeah. I mean, if you, if you got the face in it too, but you know what I'm saying? If it's like a little like... <laughs> What's this called? A hand a element all, or whatever you know uh, what I'm saying. Uh, like, uh, uh, what is it? Um, mm. you know what I'm talking about. Mm. You got is it. it um, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. If, if it's an arm, like leg, a figure, yeah. no, 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 like, <laughs> like a part of you, appendage, something like that. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't know, but you know what I'm saying. If you're a half in the photo, it's like wow. That's like every single thing's like <laughs> the, the memes where people face you blurred out. It's like. <laughs> Have you seen the one about the sugar daddies? It's like, get me in it too. I'm paying for it. And it's like, Look, whoa, that's a that's a lot. Let's get back on topic. <laughs> but no, nah, for sure. Like, if you feel comfortable posting mm-hmm. about your partner, by all means. If y'all on the same page. Yeah. Okay, question. Are you like kind of like side-eyeing? Would you be feel away or look at someone differently? Like if one person is like complete, like constantly posting their partner, but the other person is just like never posting their partner? Yes. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but I'm not in that relationship, so I can't fully judge. Like, right. if they agreed that, like, I don't want to post until marriage, and the other person's like, well, I do want to post. Like, I think that that can be okay, but I do I do know of situations where it's like, I'm just not claiming anyone. Mm. And this person is head over heels for me, but I'm not claiming them. And that That's part facts. is like, mm, that is disrespectful. Or not, <laughs> that, <I should've. laughs> Wait, that is disrespectful? <laughs> That's not okay for me. Like, I and I mean... Yeah, I think it's just, you know, whatever happens in people's relationships is okay. But I do think I would want to make sure whoever I'm with, we have we're on the same page facts, on what facts. we're doing. No, that makes sense. I feel yeah, I feel like as long as you How know How do you feel about it? I feel like if you're in alignment, I feel like don't get too don't, don't, <laughs> let's not let's not get too crazy, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> let's let's get to the story first. <laughs> yeah. And then we can Word get away. main wait, feed. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Close friends. 
Right. I even have one of those. The, so it's like, story. Yeah. And so, you know, the, me, like, we have to progress. Like, there's progression. There's levels to this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Let's not just jump to the main feed. Like, that's a whole picture with a caption. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. Let's let's slow our roll. Uh-huh. And also, the, we can we also can, like, you know, story, you can get the private comments. So it's like, I'm seeing the comments. Yeah, yeah. I'm seeing how everyone feels. Yeah. Before I just put it up there. And then, uh-huh. you, know, you know, everybody. You see everybody in your DMs. Right. Like, and, who's and, that? <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? You post a picture, then everybody is seeing everybody else's comments in uh-huh. real time. And You're it's like, 24 mm, hours. Is that. everyone in your... That's facts. It's, it's That's oh, facts. I, you know? Okay. Expiration date. Yep. That sounds so bad. <laughs> <laughs> it does sound good. Hopefully for the picture, not, not the relationship. But hey. But... It's a perfect segue. Not really a perfect segue. I just want to transition, honestly. To voice of the culture. You know what I'm saying? How to the people. Listen. We actually have some really good topics to speak about. Yes. So, starting with films. Okay. Are we taking it back a little okay, bit? Okay, we can. Like, this Rock, paper, scissors. You did too fast. Okay, one more time. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Dang. <laughs> okay, we're gonna go. Honestly, we're gonna go with Sylvie's Love. Okay, so we did go it. Back. With... <laughs> we did it my way, anyways. <laughs> I actually like the movie. Like, I'm not a movie person, mm-hmm. but I've been trying to watch movies more. And watching that, it was definitely like, it was, I guess the word is refreshing. Like, it has mm-hmm. like this, like, mm-hmm. very, a more vintage aesthetic, but it's still very, it's a love story that's so, ah, it has just enough of toxic in it, but it's love, <laughs> but it's like, I think everyone, all the parties involved in the movie handled their situation like with, mm-hmm. with, with a lot of class. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It wasn't like messy. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't but wild. It was also nice to see that. I think it's like when you love someone, It's it, it was a good example of the independent part, but then also loving someone. Like they both had independent dreams that they both weren't trying to compromise for. You know, when they... After Spoiler like, alert if y'all are listening. Y'all okay, can just. sorry. If you haven't seen it, that, it's been a few months. But like, just like her being so set and like, I have this dream to do this. And I, you know, for in this starting out like in my career, like I'm not willing to sacrifice. But then later down the line, once you guys decide to finally be together and then it's like, okay, I'm willing to sacrifice. But then it's also, it was a lot of a little bit of pride that it was coming on. Like he didn't know how to be open to like not being the breadwinner and doing things. And it's like, Okay, this is it. It was it was, but also I, was feeling a but lot. I think that's also like love, right? Yeah, because they for both of them, she loved him, but didn't tell him that. Yeah, she, you know, what I'm saying was a child that uh-huh, now uh-huh, uh-huh. she's like. I think they both really. That's how deep the love was. Like, mm-hmm. go chase your dreams. dreams. Yeah, I love you. I love you enough. It's like. I'll be, I'll, I'll allow myself to be a part of your memory, your, your mm-hmm, distant memory. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's like a deep love. I feel like he did the same thing too. He's like, actually, you know what? Just forget about me. Do, do, you know, go ahead and do what you're doing. I feel like that was a part that was like, ah, if you just communicated, if y'all yeah, could just yeah. <laughs> tell the other person like, hey, this is what it is. But that's, that's, a, that's all part of it. I think sometimes it's, it's hard to, you don't want to be that person that has to mm-hmm. make someone choose. someone choose. And you just try to, you know what? It's like, I love you enough. I'll choose for you in a way. Mm, which isn't isn't fair still isn't fair you know? it's kind of selfish but still but it, it was intention well it was really just refreshing but then it's like it was sad because it's like the person on the opposite side so like her significant other before him it's just kind of like who you come back and your whole woman just has fallen in love with someone else like right you gotta let her go you know yeah that but part he, that, he, that but part then was he a little was like, like, eh, I was like That's messy, but bro. then he was like a little 
perfectionist. Like he wanted her to be a stay at home wife, and he was yeah, like, I wasn't feeling that. And then she was he was he was kind of being a little being a little bit like he wasn't he wasn't doing key. the way he that really, he. The way he wasn't doing what the other, like the main guy was doing. He wasn't loving her enough to let her do what she needed to do. He wanted to love her no, with, he was, she was with an, conditions. She was, she was an accessory to him. Yeah, it, it was, there was conditional love there, you know. And that's something that was, whew. I think also the chemistry between Robert and Sylvie was really great. Like it really just came off the camera. It was like, oh wow, like mm-hmm. I really feel like what y'all are feeling. But also shout out to the actor who played Robert because- <laughs> Not only is he, is he an actor, like former football player, he also like has produced this movie in a plenty. Like, so uh-huh. I'm just like, it's just a black excellence for me, you know. Mm-hmm. Snap, snap, snaps. Nah, that was a nice, refreshing, non-trauma based black <laughs> love movie that oh, I. Oh yeah, it, it had too much trauma. <laughs> <laughs> but if we're gonna talk about trauma and just a whole bunch of toxicness, Malcolm and Marie, Whew. what a film! Shot beautifully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very but, beautiful. <laughs> me and it Elson, me and Elson of, watched that. <laughs> it was it was it was intense for me. It was it was a lot of mm-hmm. not even arguing, just heated dispute. Like literally yeah. just I was like, whoa, the stuff that they're saying to each other, I was like, I I if you talk to me like that, I'm not I'm not about to talk like I'm not I'm not responding. I'm not speaking like we're not about to do this. I would just be like, actually, you know, it's good this is getting a lot for me. I will catch you tomorrow. Which which she did which Marie did say like I don't want to talk about it right now. Let's talk about it tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, she tried to save herself and it's like it was the the way in which no one was like interrupting or getting in each other's face ish. I was like, "Okay." But like when I tell you Malcolm's character, I was telling us it's like such a emotionally manipulative like person and when she called him a narcissist it was like oh oh my gosh but my i caught that right at the bath scene y'all like if you seen the movie like the bath scene when he like leaned his head over like the bathtub and is just saying all this stuff to her i was like oh my gosh like when she would come and attack him it was like both of them were toxic but he was like demeaning of her hers was like i'm telling you how you are you know this is how you are him he's just like just finding any low below to attack her at and that mm. yeah i i felt similar i was like her critiques of him were based on how he was acting and like what mm-hmm. you're presently doing or how you, how you show up uh-huh. he instead of critiquing like what she was doing that was affecting him i think that was an issue for me like marie led with her emotions and led with like what he was doing that was causing her to you know feel mm-hmm. this way he more so led with like the things he's done for her and how her being who she is is kind of like he just kind of really attacked her. So I'm like, what I'm seeing right now from you, my 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 guy, a lot of hurt and disappointment. <laughs> but you're not saying that, like you're not expressing how you feel. You're just saying like you're this and you're that and you do this and like you haven't really said anything about like, hey, you did like you know what I'm saying I feel this way because you did this, da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't really like an expression of his emotions. Again, he, he just turned it back on her. So his like, problem sorry to interrupt yeah no he never did like he like dude that whole movie was about her and you still could not give her you know and then you want to name off all the people that you took pieces from you know like it, and then that it was just like the disrespect the constant disrespect of her that 
Yeah. And I get it. I would say, you know, he, he did say that he did a lot for her, right? Yeah. Like, he helped her a lot. I feel like that also sometimes is, like, the, the bedrock for a lot of toxic relationships. Because, like, we both found each other in a hopeless place. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then we help each other, like, get out of that. Maybe somebody's like, well, I did this for you. And it's like, yeah, there's some there's going to be some things, like, I can't ever repay you for. But does that mean that I, I shouldn't be able to move beyond this relationship that's maybe, like, no longer serving me? It served me once. I feel like sometimes people are afraid to maybe move on from what I was seeing. Like you're afraid to mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, this is not good, but you don't you know, know what else. Yeah, it's familiar. You don't know what, you don't know anything else. So it's like, you know what? I'll just allow for this to But to then occur. when she came back and was like, you stayed because you needed a story. And I was a story. I said, oh. And he's insecure. He's insecure about, <laughs> she She was pointing to all those things out. She, and she kept saying like, these are the things that you battle with. Mm-hmm. And he kept going to, you know, her and just like, this is how you are and stuff like that. Yeah, I think that was just where I was like, it just, it, it became difficult. I think it was very, especially with the added part that she is a recovering addict. I think the ways in which he was like talking and using language was very manipulative and like uh-huh. could lead to someone going back into like a relapse, which I wasn't really like feeling. Yeah. And I think another part of the movie was like when they were in the middle, like kissing and like he left to go to the bathroom and she like sat with like, we're about to go back into the same cycle again. You know, like everything's good, you know? And she was like, the real root of her thing was like, you didn't cast me in a movie that was about me. And he was like, I told you to go to the audition. And and that part is kind of like, it's a difference when someone says, oh, you should go do this. We're just saying, I want you to do this, you know? Like, and I I get like, everyone should have a confidence thing, but when it's a, I don't know, a significant other, someone close to you and they don't, I got where she came from because she he was like, you don't got no experience. Like he came for her and then she acted the fuck out of it. And it's like, you didn't believe in me at all to do a role that I experienced, you know? And it was just like, whew, this is a lot. <laughs> and I, I would say on that note, it also is the idea that he was truly a narcissist because at the end of the day, he still didn't get it. Like yeah, he, yeah, he was yeah. just like giving, you know, like half-ass apologies where it's like, I said sorry already for forgetting you. And it's like, bro, you're not getting you know, it. We're not gonna don't say it like that, probably. But you had to really be able to empathize and reason. And then I think at the end it was really like, no, you really, you really just don't get it because mm-hmm. you're not fully understanding why she feels the way she feels. Like you're making light of the situation. And you don't like she said, I think she said at one point, like, you don't ever think about how to be a better partner. You don't think about how the ways you can improve because you just feel like you're already just good enough. Like mm-hmm. you're set and you're this is just who you are. You don't think about you know, how you affect other people and how you can maybe change your ways. Yeah. And that's something I was like, ah, yeah. Like I personally know people like them. Like that is very toxic. That's harm. Like that. Yeah. Like, it, it's really difficult to deal with people who are self-absorbed, but not really interested with, in, in doing any of the actual emotional work they need to do to, you know, become better people, mm-hmm. but just are so focused on solely on themselves. But when it comes to like, okay, you need to do the emotional work. Now it's everything. You're the problem. You're the reason why everything hasn't worked out. And it's like, so, like she said, like, why? So what's going on again? Like, you have a grand education, this, that, and the third. I think also, maybe we can talk about that for the Black and Revolutionary Love. This idea, too, might be a little interesting. Because <laughs> even if we're going to have to analyze ourselves, but proximity, being Black, but proximity to privilege. And I think mm. I saw a talk on Twitter where it's like, we are all Black, of course, but we can't all act like we have the same, we can't seem like we're all prone to like the same levels of vulnerability mm-hmm. that certain populations are. So like, you know, being college educated, you know what I'm saying? We have those societal kind of like checklists, you know, that we checked off. How does that affect us? Like, yes, you are black, but then there are people who are still black and have other identities and maybe in different locations. 
that are still disproportionately more affected. So mm-hmm. trying to have this collective identification of like, we're all black, we all go through the same struggles is not necessarily true. True, because like, of course, classes, you know, but we'll get into that for <laughs> next episode. But just a little sneak peek. No, I think that's going to be a really good topic. And I think there's a lot to take away from both of those films. No, for sure. We just wanted to give you guys a little insight into our thoughts. But Elson, you got any music for the people? Do I have any music for the people? Well, you know, I made a playlist. I think I should showcase while you're... Loki, hikey. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. That album got put out. You know, I try to make it with no skips and stuff. Um, in terms of new music, Lucky Day, um, I think, had a... Project. Yes, I was hot. I was happy, but I was hot, Loki. Why? Because I wanted to make a playlist <laughs> that had the same concept. Like, a, a long time ago, I was like, oh, I'm about to make this playlist that's about to be filled with duets, and it's going to call, it's going to be like, I'm going to make it a party for two. Why don't you still do it? Okay, next week. <laughs> that, was, that was easy. That's all he needed. <laughs> Look, that like, he just easy. needed validation. I got, yo, I got some fire. I already know how I want to put the duets together. I'm like, I know how I'm going to do it. Also in the media, there was uh, this video of B. Simone circulating where she's, you know, I think, essentially saying that women can't be asking for a man who doesn't have the same attributes that they have. She possesses already. So as a black woman, how do you feel about that? Sorry, not to put you on the spot, but to put you on the no, spot. No, no, it's totally okay. I I saw the video, but I was watching it as I was doing other stuff. So I didn't really take it, you know, personal. I didn't see how relevant it was to most black women, or at least the black women I know in regards of like finances or credit. Like a lot of the people I surround myself with are in their bag. They are, you know, doing their thing. They are taking care of themselves. But I do think what I took away from it was like, ooh, Ashley, I know on your list that you have is someone who's vulnerable. But like, that's something I struggle with. So like, maybe that's me. And I mean, I feel like I'm already doing that by like being in therapy and journaling and finding different ways to do that. So it was like, okay, maybe not always like the height thing or the fit thing or that type <laughs> of stuff. Like the, she did say, she's like, you know, if you're not fit, like, you know, and I was like, I, to a certain extent, I guess, but mine were more the non-tangible things that I would want out of someone. So I want someone who's patient, but actually how can you be more patient? You know, like, so I took it in like those ways, but people are going to say what they want to say or try to give advice and you can take what you can from it or you can't, you know? And other than that, that was just something that was I saw on Instagram. You know, that's all it was to me. No, I feel, I feel that. That's real. I think that, yeah, the approach was interesting. I think people found an issue with it because oftentimes black women aren't usually asking for things that they can't really offer. So th- I saw on Twitter <laughs> a lot. They're like, at this point, if we're really talking about what's on my level, let's talk about this. Like, I feel like it, it could have been. And it was like, <laughs> you coming out, you coming out with women, but like, Let's really like talk to the guys. I, feel, that, I, feel that's like, what I was gonna say it could have been better like, the other way. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> at both sides too. Like I feel like she could have came more neutral. Like yo, if you are looking for a partner, yeah, yeah, that you really take your time and focus on yourself. Yeah, I think when it becomes everyone is so interested these days in like giving like very gender specific love relationship mm-hmm. to the other you know sex. But let's call it. They're giving like specific advice to black women on how black women can course correct and how black women can be better and it's like or but, find love like, yeah you, you gotta it, focus on you, you first and you gotta make sure that you bring it to the table and she's like but man we've been bringing it to the, the table, table for, <laughs> and we've been disappointed time. how many times how about you tell us how your relationship is going <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> you know it's just like it's, just, it's, I, it's a lot i think a lot yeah it can be hard to, for that to be receptive because it seems attackative like you're attacking someone as if they're not doing that 
versus like you said i think the gender neutral approach and like just the calmness as people of, yo if you are not a vulnerable person looking for a vulnerable person you need to do some work like that's enough uh-huh. like, i think she would have got more respect saying it that way i know sometimes the humor is there but i think it depends on how you do it that's like a really fine line to kind of received. tread especially when you're you know talking to black women again it's just yeah it's just very layered but i know so look i'd be minding my business no i promise you i promise but, you i want i want someone <laughs> i'm putting that in my journal i want someone who minds their business yeah <laughs> i'm playing some wait okay well yeah yeah that, yeah, yeah, we were on the same page. Okay. <laughs> As we well, mind our getting business. Into, <laughs> the only acceptable time it is to be in other black people's business, is black business of the week. Yes, black business of the week. Okay. You know, you usually go first. I'll go first this time. Good. I was going to say you should go first. I, I feel the energy. I can feel the energy. <laughs> so with that said, my black owned business is at Vagabroad Journals. So V-A-G-A. B-R-O-A-D, journals on Instagram. And basically, they're journals with tea-stained pages for tea-stained women who are profound and private, historicizing tools, remembrance mm. surfaces. So I actually had the um, privilege to talk to the creator at Brooklyn TV Met, and I will tell you, she's so full of wisdom and so mm. very just innovative. Like, she's basically saying we, we need to, take, as black people, we need to take our, our history back and, like, mm. the present that we're actually doing. Like, she actually looks at journaling as a way of like prophesying and like keeping history. So she makes handmade journals for black women who keep like their secrets in the pages and like letters and stuff. Like she makes them individually. So every journal you get is unique and she tea stains them herself. Wow. I might need to go get one. Now you should. Everybody go cop one. Okay. I'm down. All right. So my black business of the week is Peace and Riot. And it's actually a home decor and interior design shop here in Brooklyn. And I went a few months ago and it's such a vibe. Like they have dope candles, incense, like mugs, rugs, pillows, like anything you could really think of for your home. Stools, books, you know, letters, all these different things that just feel really bohemianish vibes. Like very home cozy so if you're ever in brooklyn and you want to stop by and have you know pick up a nice piece i know i'm going to go back actually this weekend because i ran out of candles and i might get a few extra things and maybe check out our instagram to see what i get but yeah that's my black person of the week i love that for us uh, i love this ooh, 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 last thing i gotta say last thing i say we can't be recording in brooklyn and you know what i'm saying not remember pop smoke yeah you know what i'm saying yes. like it's been a year since his tragic death and mm. we just make sure to send love to the family and also just make sure to highlight, you know, the legacy that he left and all the important, amazing work that he did within his career and outside of the community. Yes. No, I echo everything that Elson said. Please definitely send prayers to his family and definitely go check out his music. He is or was a phenomenal artist and his legacy will live on. The smoke will never clear. That's, mm. that's just it. The smoke will never mm. clear. I like that. All right. Peace out, y'all. Hi, right, y'all. Bye.